Welcome to the Cork Church Podcast. We are so glad that you're joining us today. We hope that this message inspires you, builds your faith, and encourages you in the things of the Lord. Enjoy the message. Amen. Well, good morning. It's always a joy to be in Cork. It has a very special place in my heart. Well, first of all, because I married a lady from Cork. And um, but secondly, because of Cork Church, it's, um, been such a, uh, it's been such a big impact on our lives about the new covenant and the freedom and being allowed to... I remember the first time I preached in you know, the old building and I was as nervous as anything because I heard the reputation of the church. I thought, God, can I ask you for a double, double portion this morning? And, um, you know, and that was, you know, well, o- over 20 years ago. And it's just been a fantastic relationship and a privilege to speak at the FIRE conference. And as Nick said, you know, I, you know, God owes me nothing. I have no entitlement to anything in my life. I don't deserve a thing. I, I was on drugs for 10 years, lying on a mattress. Uh, you know, I was dying. I had no future. And I walked into a church, heard the gospel, and, and God opened my eyes to a wonderful Savior, Jesus Christ. And over 30, 32, 33 years ago, uh, that happened. And, you know, I walked into a Teen Challenge Center and 30 years, over 30 years later, I've never had a cigarette, a drink, or a drug since. Who the sun sets free is free indeed. Can you say amen? Amen. Amen. Well, if you turn with me in your Bible, I'm just going to read two scriptures. One is from Isaiah chapter 41 and verse 10. I'm preaching this morning, God is with us. Isaiah 41 verse 10 says this, Do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. And then Isaiah 43, verses 1 and... uh, Isaiah 43, verses 1 and 2. But now this says the Lord... The Lord says, Who created you, O Jacob, who formed you, O Israel? Fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have summoned you by my name. You are mine. Wow. When you pass through waters, I will be with you. And when you strength, when you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. When you walk through fire, you will not be burned. The flames... Well, that, sorry, the, the flames will not set you ablaze. I wanted to speak to you this morning that the Lord is with us. This is not the word of a man or a denomination or something in a history. When David said, the Lord is my shepherd, he wasn't, he's saying he is present tense. God is with us, Emmanuel, God is, he, as we have a down to earth Christ who stooped so low to the dregs of human pain and suffering and understands rejection, shame, 
suffering. He, he says we have a high priest who can actually identify with our feelings, our emotions, life just being life. He knows how to come down to you at the school gate when you're pushing the buggy and Christmas is here and everybody's singing, but you're not. There's a battle, there's a struggle. You're going through the waters, you're going through the fires and the enemy doesn't take time off. He comes to kill, steal and destroy even at this time of the year. And God knows how to come down into the kitchen when the family's not right and the kids are not right or you're nursing a, a child who's sick or something mentally is happening to somebody you know and just the struggles of life. He says, I want you to know, I am with you. It's lovely to have people who love us and, but that sometimes they're on the other side of the country or, or they're busy themselves or you don't want to bother them or, or they'll talk to you on the phone and it's comforting. But he actually says, I am with you. I still walk through walls and do house calls. I still walk through walls and prison bars and troubled waters and fires and say, my peace be with you. I'm still the God who can do the impossible. I'm still the great I am. I'm not the great I was. I'm the same Jesus as you read about 2,000 years ago. I'm not dead. I'm alive. And I am with you. All that power has not diminished. All that love, all that deliverance, all that might is with you today. Can you say amen? amen. I love the frankness of this statement. And I'll tell you why I love it. Because God doesn't hide the path of life. He's not pretending that everything's okay. He's not saying, you know, there's going to be a bed of roses. You know, I heard somebody say that once. If you come to Jesus, your life will be a bed of roses. At a conference, and I wanted to shout from the back, have you ever ran through a bed of roses? <laughs> um, and life is definitely a bed of roses, but there's thorns. And the frankness of the statement, it tells us, when you go through, you see, we all go through. But God is saying, how you come through is really important. Not, not how, when. And I just love the frankness and the honesty up front. If you follow me, there's some stuff you have to journey through. It's a sobering reminder that the people of God, we go through testings and troubles and trials. In fact, the Bible says anyone who puts their hand to the plough and looks back is not fit to be my disciple because you're going to hit some turmoil. You're going to hit some turbulence because, and it's not always the enemy. I want to just say to this morning, or is it just me? Sometimes it's just life. It's just, can I say this? People. I feel a song coming on. There could be trouble ahead. Because it's just life. And, 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 and if you put your hand to that plough and you've made a decision to follow him, no matter what, I have decided, no turning back, no, you are going to come up against some stuff. 
Acts 4, 14, 22 says that we will enter into heaven through many tribulations. Psalm 34, 19 says many are the afflictions of the righteous, but God delivers them from them all. But I love, not only do I love the frankness of this, I love the security that's in this verse. I love the assurance that they're with me in my life, in every situation, in my highs, in my low, in my perplexity, in my grief, in my suffering. The security of this statement, there is a divine presence that's with us. We just sang, there's nobody equal to my God. There's nobody a rival with my God. And my God doesn't live somewhere on the other side. You see, God is not saving you. And you opens this door and he said, I'm going to save you. You've got a long journey. I'll meet you on the other side. I hope you make it. I hope you've got enough faith. If you just get enough discipline, if you fast enough, and you're committed enough, I'm sure I'll meet you at the other end. He says, no, from the day you got birthed into this new kingdom, I'm going to take your hand and I'm going to walk with you. And you're young, when you're old and full of gray hair, I'm going to be the God who carries you through. I'm going to be the God who's with you. I'm going to lead you. I'm going to guide you. I'm not leaving you to get on with you. I'm going to send my Holy Spirit, not only is he going to live next to you he's going to live inside you he's going to remind you who you are when you feel low and you feel God doesn't love me that's why the Holy Ghost will come he'll kneel down and he'll whisper in your ear you are a child of God that's why I don't like steps oh steps how to get through the fire steps how to get through this steps how to overcome steps how to get through grief I'm not a stepson I'm an adopted son and my father is with me and he's with you all the way you've been adopted I don't need any steps imagine your children stepping to get to you I'm full of fear step one step two step three if my son is fearful run son your father is stronger than you your father knows the way through your father knows how to deliver you. Run, my son. I have a relationship with God, and God lives in me. God is with you this morning. He's not with Jay, he's not with the leaders, he's not with pastors, he's not with the. He's with us. He's with you. He knows where you're at. He doesn't see a crowd this morning. He sees every fingerprint. He counted every hair on you. I knitted you in your mother's womb. I know your name. I know you. You're not lost in the crowd by me. I know I see everything about you. I am with you. The assurance of a divine presence is such a hope and such a comfort to me that the one who threw the stars into space and created the universe and knows the end, the beginning, the future, knows me and he says, I am with you. It's, it's, it's an assurance of divine comfort, divine fellowship with God. I have access to a presence because of Jesus Christ, because of the blood 
because of the bread and wine that we took him. The blood never loses its power. So when I make a mistake, I come back and there's power in this blood for forgiveness. There's a perpetual access because there's perpetual power in the blood. You know, you see, when the prodigal was sitting in a pigsty, what, what got him up wasn't, well, once I tidy myself up and once I get cleaned and, and once I do enough, then I... What, what gave him the strength to get up was he, he remembered his father. Not what state he was in, but remembering what the father's like will give you strength. A graceful God. Graceful. Some, I'm going to say something this morning. Some people here... You need to give yourself grace. We're good at giving everybody else it, but ourselves. You ever been there? You're saying to everybody else, God will get you through it. God is the strength of your life, but you're beating yourself up. And God says this morning, like a father, hey, give yourself grace. We see in Hebrews a great cloud of witnesses of men and women who went through many things and God was with them and took them through. We just need to read God's word to see God's faithfulness to people. I mean, look how faithful God was to Peter. I mean, I can imagine Peter. See, Peter I love Peter. I, can, I can't identify with David the psalmist, and, uh, but I can identify with Peter. I mean, he's got... I mean, he's got foot and mouth disease. Every time he opens his mouth, he puts his feet in it. But I can identify with him. And, and he says, No, oh Lord, if everybody leaves you, I'll be there. And to be honest with you, Lord, can I have a word with you? I don't think Thomas should be on the team. <laughs> he's full of doubt. And John's a bit mystical. He's always lying next to you in your breast. And, but me... And he's talking to Jesus face to face. And God goes, you don't even know you, but I do. And I've went away ahead of you. And even when you deny me, and you bring down curses and say, I really don't know this man, I want you to know, I will be with you. When you're not with me, I want you to know, I've prayed in advance that your faith won't fail. I've prayed in advance that you'll see a way of escape. I've, I'll see in advance there's a bridge over troubled waters. I am with you. And I think we need to know that. I think theologically we know it. I think we talk about it. The Lord is with us. Emmanuel, God is with us. Christmas is coming up. Emmanuel, God is with us. Emmanuel. But there is a presence that I want to feel. It's not just faith. He said, I'll manifest myself to you. I'll come to you. I'll comfort you. It's such a reality. Jesus is alive. He's such a reality in our lives. We just need to read his word to see that. You're on the journey and you come against a Jericho wall. And God said, the Jericho walls can't stop you getting to your destiny. I'll bring them down. If you obey me, I'll bring them down. 
there's a Red Sea in front of you. It's an impossible situation. I think we've all been in possible situations. You can't see a way through. You're perplexed, whether it's finance, children, life, marriage, church, the world, whatever. And you just see this sea in front of you. And God said, even this cannot stop you where I want you to be if you will stand your ground if you will have faith, if you will obey my word, if you will stand you will see the glory and the power and a miracle working God can you say amen when you don't know what to do just stand your ground and see the God of miracles yes I'm going to say it again the God of miracles The God who heals the brokenhearted, opens prison doors, saw a man in a cave who was a madman, full of demons and gave him a sound mind by just the power of his word. I want to tell you this, as you go into New Year and through Christmas, Emmanuel, God is with us. Hallelujah. Through the Red Sea, there's a Goliath in front of you, a giant that can come down. In fact, the Bible says, in Deuteronomy chapter 6, in verse 23, it says this, but he brought us out from there to bring us and give us a land that he promised, an oath to our forefathers. You see, I think a lot of Christians know they have eternal life, but they're not living abundant life because he brought you out but now you need to be delivered into all that God's got for you. You see, you've been brought out and you're living in this halfway house. I'm half a Christian. I love the Lord, but I keep falling back and I keep slipping and some days I'm good and some days... He said, how would you like me? Not only will I deliver you out with my mighty hand, not will I only break your drug addiction and your alcoholism and your fears and your troubles, not only will I bring you out, I've got the power to deliver you into a land that's flowing with milk and honey. You see, that's what Moses said. Moses said, we're on the very edge of something new, a land flowing with milk and honey. And this is what Moses said, Essentially, if I can paraphrase it, I'm not going unless your presence goes with us. What he was saying is, and this is a danger we need to watch, who wants smoking honey? Who wants everything that you've got for us if you're not there? Who wants, you see, you can preach the smoking honey. You can preach out the promised land, but who wants all of that if you're not there? Because when I'm standing at the kitchen sink and I'm crying and nobody sees my tears, when I've got the kids in the buggy and my husband and the marriage is under pressure, I've got all the milk and honey, I've got the house, I've got the carpet, but God, I want you. Because none of these things bring me comfort. Don't let Isaac, don't let the things of God, the gifts of God, they are good, they're a blessing, they're abundant, but it's you who heals my heart it's you who are the strength of my life it's you who pours in the oil of the wine and he says don't worry I will never leave you and I will never forsake you because it's not based on you how you feel about me it's based on my covenant of love for you I will never leave you and I will never forsake you Oh, is anybody thrilled this morning? It's such a covenant. It's such a saviour. Such a love. So when you walk through all your blessings, and there's been many, hasn't there? You know, 
Yeah, see, I've got two pairs of shoes. To the world, it means nothing. But when you were lying on a mattress with drugs for 10 years, with nothing, and a jacket, and a shirt, and a wife that I look at and I think, oh, beautiful, look who I got. I mean, come on. Oh, if I count my blessings one by one, I start to bubble up. I can't help myself. I don't care if I'm on the bus or in the car or walking down the street. Everybody else is singing their song. I may as well sing mine. My, my Redeemer lives. And I just start praising God. Hallelujah. God is with us. Hallelujah. What a saviour. What love. What love. What love. What love that will not let me go. Unconditional love to an imperfect person. He brought you out and now he wants to bring you in. Your sin can't keep you out because he died to forgive you. Fears and anxieties and not good enough. And he said, I'll break down all the walls. I've ripped the curtain in two. I've broken down all the barriers. Come on, come. Come to your father and live abundant life. He never called us to be saved and miserable. Don't get stuck in a halfway house. It was for freedom that Christ has set us free. You see, victory is not the absence of pain and suffering. It's in spite of it. That's what gives you a testimony. You ever looked at somebody's life and you know everything about them and you see them dancing? You think, how did they? They've just had news that they've just lost a child. They've just, here they are. What is that? It's a testimony. Whatever my pain is, whatever my grief is, whatever the trouble in front of me, there's a God who's bigger than it all. I've always got hope. It never dies because hope is not a thing or my circumstances. It's a person and he lives in me. I have perpetual hope, perpetual strength, perpetual forgiveness because of a covenant-keeping God. Where does the water bring you to? Isn't that interesting? You know, where does all my pain and suffering and where does everything bring me to? Psalm 66. Psalm 66. And verse 12 says this. You let men ride over our heads. We went, we went through fire and water but you brought us into a spacious place of abundance. Wow. Wow. Who would have thought that what the enemy meant for bad, that God has used for good? How many of us today could come up with a testimony saying, at the time, it was uncomfortable. I wouldn't like to go through it again, but what, I, what diamonds and what treasures and what manner I found in a place, I never thought I would find it. And then when I look back, he was with me all the time. He brought me through to bring me in to a spacious place. What that means is, you see, Paul was in prison, but he was still in a large place because God was bringing him into himself. There's a spacious place in Christ. There's a freedom in Christ. There's a joy. And the circumstances and the culture can't change this kingdom within me that has a song in the night, that has a song in the dark, that has strength when I'm weak, 
that strengthens me when I'm full of sorrow. He brought me into a spacious place. You know, one of the wonderful things about being in Christ is the ability to be yourself. Is it just me or is anybody, has it took you a little bit of a while to be comfortable in your own skin? I remember saying to God once, God, I know you've called me to preach and I'll gladly serve you, but really, the accent. <laughs> Did you get it right? You know, you knew, you knew where I was going to be. I mean, put me over in Edinburgh. It's a little bit softer, do you know? <laughs> and I used to envy other people. I mean, Fuller will tell you, I tried to be everybody but me because I thought, you won't like me. How sad is that? So I tried to be somebody else. And if you didn't like me, it wasn't me you were liking, it was somebody else. <laughs> but God gets you in the end. Yeah. And God said, I give you the accent. I said, but all around the world, the accent. <laughs> and I tried, I've tried everything. I've tried everything not to be rough. I've tried to change. I've tried to act different. Look, and God, God just got me in the end. He was so patient, so gracious. I'd get up sometimes and I'd go, well, Hello. Wonderful to be with you. And, and God must have been looking down going, what are you doing? Who are you? And I'd feel miserable getting down, you know. He brought me into a spacious place. And as a liberty. Be yourself. God is with you. Be yourself. Because everybody else has been taken. And it's wonderful. Yeah. I chose you with your accent, with your weakness, with your character defects and all the other stuff that people go, I don't know if I would have chosen them. Yeah. And God said, but you're not me. Yeah. I am with you. His presence is with us. He is with us. A down-to-earth God. I'll say it again so that you know this. The building is, is beautiful here. But me and you are the church. He's with you. And you work in the factory floor and the mortgage and everything's gone up at the moment. And the heating and mortgages life. And you think, God. And he goes, I'm with you. I'm with you. I know about your children's needs. I know Christmas is coming. I know, I, I just want you to know I'm, I'm, I've got my eye. My eye is on the sparrow, but my, I actually can see you. And, and I know, I know the, I, I'm with you. Yes, thank I'm with you. I'm with you. Thank you. Take a deep breath. I'm with you. Thank you. In the book of Job, I, I won't read it for time, but you know, the story of Job is the, the devil goes and talks to God and says, you know, the only reason that man is blessing you, the only reason he praises you is because you've blessed him. That's the only reason he lifts his hands and praises you. You, you, you can read about that in Job 23, 8 to 11, uh, and, uh, sorry, Job uh, uh, chapter 1, and he said, he's only doing it because you blessed me, and God says, okay, I'll lift a hedge, and Sometimes God allows us to go through stuff. He's doing something for his glory, for his honor. It's perplexing. It's not, but what God was looking for was a deep, deep trust. And sometimes Job said, I went to the north and I, I went to the east and the west and the south. and I couldn't find them. 
This is, listen to this man's words. I couldn't find him. And then he says, he starts saying amaz- amazing stuff. He said, but when he has tried me, I will come forth as gold. What he was saying is, I can't find God in this. I can't see God in this. I don't know where God is in this. But he knows where I am. Hallelujah. He knows where I am. He knows exactly. Job knew God knew where he was. He said, when he has tried me, I'll come forth as gold. What he was saying is, God's going to win. God's going to get me through this pain, this suffering, this sickness. I don't, I'm perplexed, but God is with me. I know my Redeemer lives. Hallelujah, what a Savior. Hallelujah, what a faith in God. And God did bring him through. Can you say amen? amen. Can somebody, see, it's easy to say my Redeemer lives in it when everything's gone well. But when you've nothing, you've lost everything. And you can say, the one certainty I have, the one promise I have, the one security is I have, the milk and honey's gone, everything's gone, but I know my Redeemer lives, and if God is with me, I'm the richest man on earth. Hallelujah. Can you say amen? amen. You should be dancing this morning at that. You, somebody should be just a little bit unconservative, stand up and you know what God has brought you through. You know the trials you've came through. You know the waters you've came through. You know the fires you've come through. And don't look at me all nice. You know when you've been skint praying in money for tax for the car when you never had everything yet you're praying in food and school uniforms. Oh, you know what God's brought you through. Can anybody say, God has been with me. I know my Redeemer lives. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, give him a hand this morning. Somebody stand and praise his name this morning. Hallelujah. 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 What a saviour. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. We're nearly finished. I'm two, ten minutes. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. I know my Redeemer. Can you say that with me? I know my Redeemer lives. A couple more scriptures. In 2 Corinthians 4, Paul says this. These late afflictions that we're going through are working for the good. That all things are working for the good of those who love God. Uh, Friends, I'll be honest with you. The word all, I don't like it. So I'm thinking all. Is that really, really true, Lord? Is that really, really true? He said, if anybody else says it, it might not have been. But it was me. All things work together for the good of those who love God. Last scripture. Is found in Hebrews eleven twenty nine. By faith, the people passed through the Red Sea onto dry land, but when the Egyptians tried it, they drowned. By faith, can you say that with me? By faith, all of this journey is by faith, and. Uh, you know, I've studied faith for 30 years and I've read books about it and I've got it down to this. 
It's really God saying, do you trust my promises? Do you trust my word? Is there somebody who just believe me when I say I'm with you? I am with you. So, Emmanuel, God is with us. Emmanuel, God is with us. Tomorrow when you're pushing the buggy, I am with you. When the kids are all about and there's trouble at school, you ever had a phone call for your teacher and you're like, I'm with you. Even those wee details that people don't care about. And you know, if you're telling somebody, I got a phone call from the teacher and you get a knot in your stomach and they go, yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, did you, did you watch the news yesterday? But God says, I don't just pass by even those little, I'm, I'm, bring me into it, talk to me. Ask me for help. Ask me for wisdom. And you find a wisdom that you, you never had. You find a strength you couldn't find. You find a grace you didn't know was there. If you just talk to him, go into a room. Or when you're walking, God, I just, just need you. I don't even know what to pray. I just know I need your help. And he goes, I'm glad you asked. I am with you. To the very end, I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. Till the very end. I'm going to get you home. Because with God, a promise is a promise. Let's stand for a moment. Would you close your eyes for a moment? Is there somebody in here and you don't know God is with you? And you would say, I don't know, how can I know? Well, the first thing you need to do, the Bible says, you need to surrender your life to Jesus. I want to commit my life. I need forgiven. I need loved. I feel rejected. I, I know what it's like to carry guilt, regret, and shame. And there's not a doctor in the land or drink or drug or, or, or money can take this. But I'll tell you, there's a God who can forgive you. If you'd like to give your life to Jesus this morning, and you would love to walk with God in this life and, and know the plan and purpose he has for you and and those mountains that are in front of you, and those red seas, and the fires, and the waters, and the, just life. You think, I, 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 my mental state is not even good. I don't think I'm going to make it. And God said, I can be the strength of your life. But you need to surrender everything to him. As there others here who are Christians, and you know what? Like the, 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 the men on Timaeus Road. Isn't it amazing that God is with us, and sometimes we think he's not? And we say, did our hearts not burn within us? He was there all the time. Who's struggling this morning? And do you know what? It's okay. You don't need to be strong all the time. (laughs) I mean, if I had to be strong all the time, I wouldn't need prayer. I wouldn't need dependence. I wouldn't need to cry out. He heard this poor man's cry and delivered him from all of his fears. We don't live there. We don't live in, (laughs) in weakness. We don't live in fear. We don't. But the realities of life. And God says this morning, I'm with you. You know, if you need a touch from God this morning, if you need God to just speak to you and guide you through these waters at this time, would you lift your hand and say, God has spoke to me this morning, just for a minute? Amen, amen. People lifting hands up all over the place. 
I want you to keep your hand up. I'm going to pray for you. Lift your hand up. For you who've got your hand lifted up, I want to tell you something. You know God is with you. I believe that the people who have lifted their hands are many women of faith. But you're saying, God, will you manifest your presence? Will you change these waters? Will you bring me through this? Will you open a door? Will you, will you do something in this? Father, I thank you for every man and woman who's got their hands lifted at the moment. And I pray, Holy Spirit, will you come and do what only you can do in these hearts. I thank you, Lord, for this message this morning that you have given me. You gave me a word for this church, Lord, for people here that you are with them. You are not at a distance that we can ask you for help. I want people right now, those who have lifted their hands, but I want everybody, I just want you to say, if it's help, say, God, help me. If, it, if it's a child or a loved one or something, I just want you to say, God, touch them. God, deliver them. God, set them free. God, provide the needs. God, help that financial situation. God, heal that sick child. God, heal my marriage. God, just start asking the God who's with you, the God who's able to do more abundantly than you think or ask. Ask. God to be with you and ask God for a miracle. Can you dare your faith to ask God for a miracle this morning? Do we not serve the God who still opens Red Seas? Do we not serve a God, the great I am, the God who's alive? In Jesus' name. Holy Spirit, I ask you right now to come to every hand that was lifted, every prayer that's been called out to you. Lord, you're not far. You're near. And you hear us. And you're with us. I pray for every man under the sound of my voice that circumstances, rivers and fires, things would change. And there'll be testimonies come from this very morning. I realized, I got a new revelation that God is with me. He's with my child in university. He's with my kids across the water. He's with my children at school. He's with my grandchildren. God's promises are yes and amen. Friends, the promises are not no. They're not no, they're not maybe. They're yes and amen. Oh, hallelujah. Somebody say hallelujah. I'm not trying to stir you up, but they're not no. They're not maybe. They're not uncertain. My promises are yes and amen for somebody who will attach their faith to the promise of God. Attach your faith to the promises of God. Not, the me not men. Not men. Attach your faith to the promises of God, which are yes and amen. God bless you this morning. Hallelujah. Thank you for tuning in with us today. Make sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Cork Church. Also, make sure to like and subscribe to our YouTube channel. If you have any questions, you can email us info at corkchurch.com or just check out our website. It's www.corkchurch.com. Again, thank you for tuning in and we will see you next time.